Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. I bought a lot of C's candy. Yeah, you did. Look at this. You want some candy? No, um, this one right here mm-hmm. is a dark chocolate cocoa buttercream with a uh, cocoa filling. I mean, uh, coffee filling. Coffee. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Sounds with, pretty with good. With coconuts. Oh, pass. Oh. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Where did you go to see's candy? Where, where? Oh, in the mall. Oh, Penn. oh, Penn Square. Yeah, because I went to go see. Um, what movie did I go see yesterday? Dark Tower. Saw Dark Tower. Oh, Stephen yeah. King. So is that where you saw the It trailer? Yes. Oh, conveniently. It's it was... weird. There's a there's a new wave of Stephen King right now. It's like oh, everybody's weird. all hyped up on the King again. Yeah. Did Got you a... ever read much Stephen King? Nope. I don't think I've ever read a single Stephen King. I don't. I I've think I may have read one of his, his short stuff. stories. I watched a lot of his stuff, and I remember watching. Uh, wasn't it like a TV movie event? And then when they did Tommyknockers, I think wasn't so. Like a two yeah, part they've done several of those. They like did that. the Stand, and I can't remember what else. The My Dome. favorite Stephen King movie is the Dome one. His the Dome one. Yeah, the one where the, the like people live in the dome. I don't that's remember. King, I don't isn't think it? that's him. Oh wait. Yes, that is yeah. him. That is him. And then uh, the f- is the fog his too. The mist. The mist. Yeah, not the not I the think fog. So, the yes. mist. Yeah. Well, we they call movie. it the mist, but it is clearly a fog. It's clearly a so fog. Yeah. <laughs> I understand the mistake there. There's not a lot of precipitation, but so yeah. it's not technically a mist. Yeah. I like Shawshank. A Shawshank's lot, good. And I like Misery a lot. Misery's. Whew. Speaking of. James Kahn. He's in the, the film we're going to talk about today. He is in the film, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. From Stephen King to Sony Pictures Animation. <laughs> Full circle. Well, Columbia did Misery. They... Oh, really? I have no idea. Oh, That's gosh. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Same company. Uh, but, yeah, Dark Tower was really good. I really hope cool. they, they continue it. Yeah. It's supposed to be a series of movies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, and... I, I, I don't know where in the books, because I've never read the books, but now right. I want to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where in the books this movie falls. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is like number one, because Dark Tower is like book number like seven, six mm-hmm. or seven, something mm-hmm. like that. So I'm like, well, yeah, the, this... I think that's the name of the last book is the Dark Tower. Well, the name of the, it's, no, it's like the something, something, something or other. I can't remember. It's weird. It's like like seven, the one that came out in 2012 bucks. was yeah. the last one. And Dark Terror mm-hmm. came out in like 2009. Yeah, I don't remember. I know it starts with The Gunslinger. And then there's six more books after that. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> is this The Gunslinger? Yeah, I don't know. 
But yeah, it was good. Idris Elba was fantastic. And this is probably good, my man. favorite Matthew McConaughey role. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because he's, he's just so bad. Yeah? I mean, bad in a good way. He's right. he's, a, he's a good bad guy. Cool. I don't like him when he's like, eh, 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 you know, being <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. But uh-huh. when he's like being a bad dude, I was like, yeah. dang, Matthew McConaughey. Nice. Dang. Did you watch Jessica Jones? Uh, no. Okay. Never mind then. All He's right. kind of got the powers of David Tennant from Jessica Jones, where he can basically make people like do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So he'll be like, "Stop breathing," kind of a and people just like, and just stop breathing and die. Okay, yeah, it's nice. really cool. I'm like, ooh, ooh. yeah, he awesome. was he was dope. Cool man. What? Let's talk about some animation. All right, welcome <laughs> to the Animation Station Podcast, episode fifty four. My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. My goodness, Gavin. What? 54 episodes. Yeah, 54, And it feels like man. you haven't been on seven of We're them. We're getting old. Well, I've missed a couple in the last couple months, yeah. Yeah. So, I enjoyed you guys talking about Dragon Ball Z, though. Thank you. You guys were good. Did you listen to the Ladybug episode? Not yet. Sure. Not yet. I'm still behind on my podcast right now. I'm, I'm usually one or two days behind on podcasts. So, since that one came out on Friday, I'll probably get to it later today. But I like to listen to my podcasts, like, in the order that they come out because i'm that guy so some other ones came out on thursday that i'm still oh oh your utah jazz basketball ones um yeah there's a few basketball uh ones i listen to because i'm a basketball guy and another lame news uh uh, no we do have some some kind of well, I was going to say kind of exciting news, but we do have news. We'll just go with it's news. Some people might be excited. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sony Pictures has acquired Funimation Entertainment. Mm. So That means they'll have more money to play with, right? They'll have more money to play with. It, I don't know. It's going to be different. I mean, Sony's a Japanese company, right? So don't you think that'll open more doors for them being able to bring even more anime over? Yeah, that's the hope. But then uh-huh. the other concern is, does Sony want to... Because they're pushing more into it, and it's like, okay, what happens if they make it too commercial? May, may, instead of doing like some of these voice actors, mm-hmm. maybe they Bringing start putting big name some... Actors. Bri- yeah, I just because it. they're big-name actors mm. and not because they have the talent for it. Right. That's where we get into some of the like your well, name. What if what if they took your name and just put a bunch of like Hollywood people behind it to sell seats? Yeah, that's true. And then you're like, oh well, then we lost, you know, how fabulous everybody was in that. Yeah, but it also may open up other doors as far as all the Sony uh, video games and things like that. You know, maybe all those great yeah. Funimation. People maybe will be we on could get a cool Sony PlayStation games. Oh, well, that's a PlayStation thing. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting it'll be, to yeah, see. It'll be interesting what, we, I'm what always, happens with that. Yeah, I, I understand the the wariness when it comes to acquisitions. It, it you're, You never quite know what to expect when a big company eats up a smaller company and, you know, intends to continue that company. Like, I think a lot of those fears um, happened with LucasArts when Disney bought LucasArts. And, you know... For some people, the jury's still out, but I think for a lot of people, their fears have been allayed a little bit. Yeah. But um, I, I get it. We, who knows what's going to happen now. Exactly. We don't really know, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's probably not one of those things that we're not going to see anything until n- mid-next year. 
And you may not feel much of a exactly, change. Exactly, exactly. We may not start seeing yeah. anything until it, it may that have just happens. been, you know, oh, we're going to buy your business and, you know, because I mean, now the, the it's, it's, are it's be in a really just kind of like just continue what you've been doing mm-hmm. so far from the pressers. That's what everything says. Yeah. It's a shake. Just keep on keeping on. Cool. So you're like, okay. Well, that's good. So hopefully, but again, you say keep on keeping on until something green comes along and you're like, <laughs> hmm. Maybe we don't keep on keeping on. Right. All right, what else you got? Uh, we got... Uh, oh, I watched... Uh, so, uh, you know me. Not a huge Ghibli fan. Right. So this weekend, I went out and bought uh, Whisper of the Heart and The Secret Role of Arietti. <laughs> um, You're becoming a Ghibli fan. Um, yeah. Like, there's, well, there's the, several there's, now that you like. There's some of their animation... Well, and these are... These don't look like they're normal animation. Like I'm still not into well, like the Totoro I think and what stuff it is, like that. Is I like not people. A, you're not a big Miyazaki fan. Yes. Yeah. But Studio Ghibli is. I mean, it's a whole studio with other directors, and they have different style movies. And yeah, so I get it. I get it. So I bought those two. Uh, watched uh, Arietti last night. That oh, was how'd good. How'd you like it? That was good. You liked it. Really okay, good. Cool. Uh, ending kind of sad. Well, I mean, I knew they weren't going to get together because she's like a little bit of person who's like a big person. And like, <laughs> I can't really have nothings. Right. But it was still, I was like, oh, it's cute. It was nice. cute. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah, it's, I recommend cool. it. It was cool. good. Um, I also watched uh, Castlevania, the series that was on the Netflix series. How was that? Uh, really, really fantastic. Really? I love that uh, Japan has no problem they're like, you know what? Just kill everybody. <laughs> Men, women, children. Yeah. Rip them apart. We don't care. Wow. Just do it. And they're like, okay. So where Love did it. you see it? Was it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first season is out. Is there any cons- sort of content warning? Like, is it? I don't know, dude. I don't care. You didn't look? No. Okay. Um, I don't care about content warning. Well, I know. I just didn't know if you noticed. <laughs> oh, no. Who knows? Uh, okay. Probably not rated. Maybe rated R. I think now, though, they come with a little disclaimer that'll say, you know, this is intended for a mature audience or something like that. I think there was a little thing that's like, this got gore and blood. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay, thanks. We'll get right on that. <laughs> it, but it didn't specifically say toddler blood. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was was really good. Uh, first season's up. So four episodes for mm-hmm. the first season. So it's a, maybe two hours. Okay. I mean, like 22 minutes CG each. CG or 2D? uh mix mix okay. mainly 2d really yeah but there are some cg elements does it kind of look like or harken back to the look of the I've video never game played at any all? of the games oh really yep oh man never played any of them wow that kind of surprised uh, they, me. they were all on playstation and i never had one oh i mean i had a i had a ps1 but like i played digimon on it well, I and then i barely had a ps2 way I was back more of when on Xbox nintendo like, oh yeah i, I played Ninten- I play super nintendo of... and like the one we played the most, and this is going way back, was uh, Simon's Quest. Castlevania Simon's Quest. Hard freaking game, man. Hmm. It was a side-scroller. It was awesome. But apparently, you feel... Because it makes you feel bad for Dracula. Because I guess, Dra- is Dracula the big and bad guy in the games? I you mean, gotta, yes. You ba- Dracula. Yes, but and this makes I, you feel for Dracula. Because yeah, it gives you like Dracula's them. backstory. And you're like... Oh, Dracula, I don't understand why you want to kill all these people. You do it, bro. <laughs> yeah. They do try to make him sympathetic in some ways. So yeah. that makes this, sense. This game, like, why, like, first episode, you're like, oh, man, Dracula. I get it. I get it, bro. <laughs> like Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> nice. 
Um, and then we've got uh, some new anime coming out for Netflix. Ooh. Um, they released a bit of their 2017-2018 slate. Okay. Um, at a, uh, at an event in Tokyo this okay. last weekend, or this last week. Is this brand new shows, or is this stuff that they're finally just releasing over here? Uh, bit of both. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of it's like Netflix original type stuff, Ooh. too. Um, so we're getting AICO Incarnation. I think it's ICO. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that one's coming out. Uh, Be the Beginning. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I could read you, uh... A list of names. I mean, I could lead, read you a list of names and, uh, you know, like a synopsis for each one if you'd like. I could. Uh, they've also got Baki coming out. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but then our episode with Robert McCollum, mm-hmm. he, you weren't in that episode. No, but I listened oh, to Oh, yeah, we, we, and, and we, we talked about it in part one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his favorite role was uh, Baki the Grappler. Uh-huh. Baki. It's this. It's okay. this. Cool. They're redoing it. And I'm like perfect maybe we can get rob mccollum is he he's doing it oh no oh. not they haven't announced anything they just, it's oh. like there's no release date for you it's 26 episodes there's no release date okay Got uh it. something called cannon busters uh children of the whales which looks like whales <laughs> Clever um, name. we got a new fate coming out fate apocrypha Ooh. which fantastic i love the fate series yeah godzilla monster planet no way so an anime godzilla because what the world needs is another iteration of Godzilla. Yeah, right? Uh, Knights of the Zodiac, Saint Seiya. So, do you remember Saint Seiya? No. Back from, okay, it's all right. Sounds pretty right. cool, though. Saint Seiya's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, and other things. Yeah. I was going to go more in-depth than that, but there's decided not to. There's, yeah, a, there's a, lot, a lot, and it would take a while to read all those. Right. I could if you like me to. Well, maybe you should post a list on Instagram or something. I could so post a list on Instagram. Check it. Uh, and then In a Heartbeat came out. Yes, yeah. it did. Uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that afterwards. And yeah. some other shorts that we We'll we've talk watched. about that in the second half of the show. Yeah. But, oh, so exciting that it finally came out and delivered. Yes. All right, Gavin. <laughs> we ready to get to our yeah. main topic? Just do it. Just do let's, it. Let's. Let's. So, this week, our My first. My goodness, this is already starting off as a bad episode. No, it's not. I'm awful. You're not. Josh. Don't suck. All right, Gavin, go. <laughs> All right. So today it's our first episode in our new month, which is the first month which in a while. Which awesome August. We, yeah, we don't have a theme for this month. It's our first non-themed month in a while. It's kind of random. And we're kicking it off with uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. This is a Sony Pictures animated film from 2009. And spawned a sequel and a television series. Have you seen any of the series that started? Earlier I haven't this seen year? any of the series. I've watched the sequel. Okay, because it was on the Netflix. Oh yes, it was. Yeah, that's what the. I have a bone to pick with Netflix. Put more of the How original only movies put on. Se- it's How only they only sequels. put sequels. Yes. What's the deal, man? Didn't we talk about doing something like sequel September? I think it was in a production like meeting. That, where we talked about maybe doing sequel September. All the straight to DVD yeah. sequels. See, if we had a Patreon, that would be perfect for like a Patreon month. We mm-hmm. just do sequel September. Yeah. Or our sequel series. We could just call like, it sequel that series. Could be, that could be something. We'll have to make a note of that. We're going to watch all the greats like Pocahontas 2, <laughs> Aladdin. Or the ones three. that kill me are like Bambi 2, where they made it 60 years later. Hey, man. What's wrong crazy. with Bambi 2? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think it. I think I have it. 
I mean, that's the thing. Usually now when you buy the movie yeah, I on think, Blu-ray, I think I it, it comes with the sequel. Yeah, or like when, when I just bought Mulan, sequels. I got Mulan and Mulan 2. And I was like, they made a Mulan 2? I know. It's kind of crazy. But uh, anyway, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, uh, 2009. Uh, this was one of the first films that um, Sony Pictures Animation announced when they formed their current group in 2003. Um, they announced it like it was this and Monster House, I think, were their first announcements. And, uh, you know, obviously this one came out six years later. Um, but I remember, did you see this one in the theater? Yes, I did. Did Okay. I remember not having any idea what this movie was, um, being kind of like, uh, I'm not so sure about this movie. And then I saw it and I was, man, I was surprised by it. I was taken completely by surprise by it. You know, I worked at Barnes and Noble for 10 and a half years. So I'm very familiar with the picture book, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs from the seventies is when that, that book came out. It's, it's as old as I am. And it's a very different book. Like when they say this is based on that picture book, it's very loosely based on that. Like yeah, the, the name story, the name changes, and meat and uh, some sort of food falls from the sky. Yeah, food falls from the as sky. As long as you say it's based on right, then you can get away with anything. Sure, sure. like you can say, uh, I don't know, um, give me something. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, based on true events. Because you could literally have somebody go to a train station. <laughs> they can go to King's Cross and be like, based on true events. There you go. Some kid goes to school based on true events. I mean, as long as you say based uh, on, funny. you can get away with anything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, and I never I never feel like I'm, a movie is obligated to be 100% faithful to whatever media it's drawing its source material from. So I have no problem with that. But having that preconceived notion based on the book and I don't even know if I watched a trailer for it before I saw it. But I don't think so. I think I just saw it. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, I think I heard it had like Bill Hader different. and Neil Patrick Harris. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a lot of SNL people in it. It's got Bill Hader. It's got Anna Ferris. It's got Will Forte and it's got, Oh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. So a lot of SNL people in it. Uh, a lot of SNL people seem to do voice work and animation, which is something I'm learning. Like Beck Bennett is in DuckTales. Um, half of Bobby the Moynihan. SNL cast was in Sing. Bobby Moynihan's in DuckTales. Is he? Yeah. That's awesome. He's a Louie. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting to me. But um, Bill Hader, man. Bill Hader is amazing yeah. in this movie. Um, so the thing that jumps out at me about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and I said it a bunch of times this morning, the colors in this movie, man. I mean, they just went full spectrum, whole rainbow. And I love that because I don't feel like enough movie. I feel like Trolls maybe did it, but I still haven't seen Trolls. But I feel like a lot of... I think Trolls is on Netflix now. I think it is. I need to see it. I think a lot of studios want to make something that's so pretty and like technically beautiful and you know, artistically beautiful in a kind of a classic sense and don't feel the freedom to just say, oh, we need a jet stream coming out of the back of this invention that Flint just made. And we're going to make the smoke, you know, purple and gold and pink instead of just, you know, like gray or orange with flames or something like that. They just went rainbow colors. And I thought that was so cool. Like, I like it. Like I was telling you uh, at the beginning, they're like, oh, it's kind of gray and muty and everything like Mm -hmm. that. So then it's like, 
All right, we need to wake the kids up. Colors, colors everywhere. Yeah, made it super eighties. Mm-hmm. I, I I love it. I I just I to me the the color really in a lot of ways makes this movie. Uh, it it kind of lends to the whimsy of it, and and I really like it. So, I mean, for me, this movie is it just pops i mean it just it just jumps off the screen to me uh how do you feel about the animation in general uh, i think the animation's good i think and it stands up yeah. it's eight years old now and they do that they do a great thing that i love they do a thing with the background characters the mm-hmm. background characters do different things yeah like will forte's character uh-huh will forte's character is just like a uh oh god what is he in gravity falls um, I don't remember that guy's name. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, giddy, giddy. Giddy. just like he's, he's just like always doing stuff like that. I'm yeah. like perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. It, his name in the movie is Joe Town, so he's like the voice of the town, basically. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like just stuff like that. It's yeah, they did a good job really with like all that. the background characters. I was I was wondering if you were going to be satisfied. Like, there, like, there's this one dude like at the when they're at the ribbon ribbon cutting ceremony. Uh-huh. It's just like this English guy's got a bowler hat and he's got like a shrimp over his head uh-huh. and he's just like sitting there like, hmm, there's a shrimp. <laughs> Please <true>. speak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then there's the yeah, there's the French guy who's got a piece of asparagus like a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the animation in this really holds up. I think they did a smart thing where they made the character design really cartoony. They're not trying to go too realistic so that you kind of... As soon as they try and go too realistic on a human character, our brains automatically start to criticize. And yeah. like, oh, well, that's not really how a face actually works. But since they went cartoony, they could give them, you know, great, ridiculous, zany facial expressions. Like the moment when the weather machine actually starts producing the first hamburger storm. And there's that gasping like look <gasps> of awe on his face when he's just like, it works. It's one of the I greatest like, facial expressions like ever. It, rolls down the window. It's like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> it's such a great scene. And just his gaping look of joy and awe and amazement at the fact that it actually worked is it's one of my favorite moments in the movie. I like the rat birds too. They were great. It, it's one of those things that you should have been just like a one-off gag, mm-hmm. but they keep bringing them back, but none of it seems forced. And and non-repetitive. Exactly. Like they do it's not like the, Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, oh yeah, I forgot about the rat birds. Yeah. Yeah, they do it well. Yeah, you kind of forget the rat birds, and then they show up again. You're like, and like oh, that, that TV, that TV that he mm-hmm. created like at the very beginning, you're like, oh. How's a TV again? Yeah. Like yeah. an Easter egg TV. Uh, I like it. And the fact that he's wearing his spray-on shoes the whole, the whole time because they don't come off. Uh, yeah, there were some really good continuity things like that in here. Uh, I read a list of continuity errors, and they're all, like, super nitpicky. Like, um, I guess the spaghetti tornado changes the direction in which it rotates <gasps> in a couple scenes, which... <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I did notice a bit on Dark Tower, too. There was a, oh, really? there was a pretty big like in the final battle with uh, spoilers for the Dark Tower, the book that came out like ten years ago. <laughs> um, in his battle with uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh-huh. uh, Idris Elba has like this like bandolier, and he's got like two things mm-hmm. left in it that have uh, like you know little 
bullets. Right. And then it cuts back, and Matthew McConaughey said something, and it cuts back to Idris Elba, and it's, like, full again. Oh, and I was like, nice. hey, hey wait reloaded. a second. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of really nitpicky continuity yeah. things in this, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I love the character design because it was cartoony enough that you don't have to worry about them looking, you know, properly human. Yeah, the humor they could is have great too. really zany physical humor with the the animation of their movements. Um, like yeah, we t- yeah you talk about when uh, he cries. He's mm-hmm. like running in the rain from school. Yeah, his like, little <laughs> cry run, his floppy arms. Yeah. Uh, anytime Flint is running, I, I find it hilarious. Um, it has a monkey character. I know you don't like monkeys, but Steve, Steve okay. is awesome. Yeah. He's great. Um, well, good, he didn't attack anybody. Good comic relief. Well, he did attack He ripped people. off a mustache. He did, and he kept going for those mustaches, man. And he, and he destroyed flings, those gummy bears. He flings those poops. He does. <laughs> I like how he like takes his hand, like puts it in the gummy bear, like rips its heart out. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> That's There's hilarious. a lot of really good gag humor too. Oh yeah. Like when Flynn goes in and he's throwing the snowballs mm-hmm. and he hits like he runs into the room and he hits that uh one little girl and she like like hits her in the face, she like falls down on her knees and like and then, face yeah, first. Like I was she like got shot. That's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. It's really good. So uh, the directors of it, they wanted this movie to be kind of a spoof of, you know, classic disaster films. Uh, you know, they wanted it to be a little Armageddon, a little Deep Impact, a little, you know, like those kind of films. And I think they did a good job with it. You know, it's so silly, this idea of food weather and then their like idea of cleaning up the leftovers, which was basically just catapulting them into this canyon and they built a dam for it and just this ridiculous idea of this ever-growing mound of food yeah, back like, there huh. which had to be rotting and gross but, oh, but none of it was it was all no great. it was all fresh and like it was just baked uh which was i mean that's a cartoon you gotta love it uh but yeah so the the idea that it's this crazy disaster film but it's food in like raining down on them i, I just think it's zany enough that it just works you know like you can't take anything seriously in this movie and that's what works about it you know yeah. it's just it doesn't take itself seriously and it, and the acting in it is so good and the animation is so funny i i love it what do you think about the story i thought the story is really good i mean it's it's not anything spectacular but no but with it you're just like okay it's not anything that gets you bored you're never right. bored through the movie mm-hmm. which is hard to do it's hard to make something where you're just not like, <sighs> yeah, because like I said, like there's so much humor, you know, throughout, um, like the color palette and everything like that. It's you're, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not boring, which is an absolute plus. If you can make right. a movie that's not boring, you're good. Yeah. Um, story. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. doesn't really matter, but yeah, just the pacing of the movie top notch really good yeah i agree it's, it's almost like this one doesn't need to rely well, I, on story. I say i say that maybe the first like little bit of the movie is what when they're like this is the sardine town they had sardines mm-hmm. but then people realized sardines were gross yeah um you kind of just like okay yeah i get it but then they're like okay oh, then, then once we get to like the you know the title sequence mm-hmm. you're like oh, okay i'm in yeah strapped yeah. in now yeah they kind of have to give you a little background and then they let it ride but yeah i, I think in general the story is less important in this one because they have a good gimmick 
a good premise and then it's just all the hilarious things that happen because of that yeah and yeah so it is a, a pretty basic plot but it uh, it ends up being about the circumstances that they're in and you know the funny ways that they deal with it my my one problem i think is i don't really love the sequence once they fly up into the meatball and like their kind of journey into the center to kind of confront the machine basically uh, it's also very anticlimactic parts too. of that yeah it's like when he gets in there especially and it's like this weird like uh, i don't know it was like it was almost like a, a queen termite in like a nest or something it was yeah. kind of weird they didn't really make it clear like what like, how the sentient pizzas happened and yeah how the chickens was, become sentient there were a few things like you know i i don't know i think that was a very difficult thing for them to try and tackle in concept so i think they did an okay job but once they get up there that's the only segment of the movie where i'm just kind of like eh, this is kind of weird and it's like there's no sense to it whatsoever um but you know once they fly it back and then flint gets delivered by his rat birds um you know the way that it ends i do like a yeah. lot um but which is which weird is weird because segment. it does it does do that little thing in the credits where they're like, oh, look at all this stuff. But then you're like, wait, but the second movie like negates all of this. Does it? Yeah. I, I don't remember. Does the remember. second movie take place like right there at the same time? It's No, they go back. They, they've they left. Because remember, they all abandon the island and they go back. So they, they have go, to go back and, dis- and they like. They go back to the island. It's kind of like Jurassic Park 2. Yeah, Park. yeah, exactly. Um, and that's where they discover that the food has like come so to life. So instead of going to Isla Nublar, they went to Isla Sorna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they figure out that the food has come to life and they make hilarious jokes like, oh, there's a leak in the boat. Life. Yeah. And it's a leak. Finds a way. <laughs> it does. I'm sorry. It's more of a life, uh, finds a way. Yeah. You went a little Shatner there the yeah. first time. <laughs> life, uh, finds a way. <laughs> So yeah, uh, fantastic movie. I, I I like pretty much everything about it. Yeah, and the voice acting's top. So the the music in this movie is also top notch. I don't know if it struck you yeah. at all, but um, this is another movie done by Mark Mothersbaugh, who we've talked about on previous episodes. He's the founder of Devo, the Whippet Band. Which? Yeah, I know. So I got one did, of their albums. Okay, so he did. Um, Hotel Transylvania. He did. Um, what was the other movie that we talked about that he did? So does he just do the down. Sony? Oh, the stuff? Lego movie. Does he just do the Sony's type he, stuff? Uh, in animation, it seems like they kind of have him wrapped up. But okay. I mean, he's also doing the music for Thor, Ragnarok. Um, like so he he does all kinds of soundtracks. Um, he's doing the Lego Ninjago movie coming out. Oh, I forgot about Ninjago. Um, when is Ninjago coming out? <sighs> I think it's still out there a little ways on the horizon okay. like October, i need to look at November. i need to look at when we have stuff coming out yeah. uh leaps coming out soon i think which one's that that's the one with uh they're in paris and like she wants to do ballet oh he wants yeah, to be an yeah, inventor. yeah yeah that's right that's right that one looks okay yeah it looks okay it looks like oh, okay yeah i'm not sure about that one uh anyway the music in this is is fantastic uh when i finally purchased this movie uh, I was hanging out with Charlie. I think she was next to me on the couch attempting a nap. And I put this movie on and the music drew her in. 
And then when it goes into the full color spectrum, she was just like, this is amazing. And she's a huge Bill Hader fan too. So yeah, it was like a triple threat. And so it really uh, grabbed her. She loves this movie, but it was the music that first like piqued her attention and she bought the soundtrack. Like, yeah, I wish I could pay attention to that. That's all right. I I mean, it's just not your thing. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to hear what Corey thinks of the soundtrack, you know, because he's such a soundtrack guy. Um, I'd really love to know what his thoughts are on this soundtrack and other Mark Mothersbaugh soundtracks. I think it's fantastic. It's too bad Corey doesn't listen to the podcast. I think he does. No, he he... doesn't. Prove me wrong, Corey. Prove me wrong. Oh, calling him out. He knows where I sit at work. (laughs) We all do. I don't know. I still don't know where you guys sit. Yeah, you've never been up to our place, have no. you? I think I went up once and you weren't there because I dropped something off. Uh, oh, yeah. You had to drop something off to me at some yeah, point. I can't I remember what it was. was. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I, we've talked about the art. We've talked about the music. We've talked about the story. What else stands out to you about this movie? I mean, like I said, the humor. Yeah. Humor's really good. Top-notch humor. But, really good jokes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really can't, really can't, like, I mean, there's really nothing more to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's just it's, it's so entertaining. Yeah, it's just but there's, good, there's just, yeah, there's not much to say. Like, about and there's, it. it's there's just not so enough, good. there's not a lot wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So good animation, good humor, passable yeah, like I said, story, like, great music. Humor can make up for a passable story right? for for an all right story. Well, I don't think every movie needs much of a story like some some movies i don't know i think it, the, there's need... a lot of things that need story yeah but not every movie you know and i no, think this I, is a like... great example of a movie that it didn't need much for story you had a, a bit of a romance a bit of a father-son thing and outside of that it's just kind of a romp yeah and it was fine it was perfect so all right yeah. dude you want to rate it uh yeah what do you give uh this one gets Five out of five. Oh, Jimmy wow. Crickets for me. It's one of my favorite animated movies. I highly recommend it to everybody. Well, that's funny because I'm going to give it five different pines. Nice. Because like I said, I mean, not being able to talk about this movie and be as salty as I usually am, that should be <laughs> hint number one that Josh enjoyed this movie. Right. So, yeah, I think the movie's <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I mean. I kind of want to buy it now. It's good, man. I so thought good. I had it, but it's one of those like, oh, I don't. Yeah. Weird. Cool, dude. All right. So we're going to start or introduce a new segment, which we're going to do from time to time. What are we calling this segment, Josh? We're calling it Salute Your Shorts. Awesome. Now, where did you come up with that if name? Wanna, wanna, we hold you in our hearts. <laughs> and when we think about you, it makes me wanna <laughs> fuck. Da, 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 da. What? So where where did you come up with that name? Old Nickelodeon show of the same name. Yeah, salute your shorts. Okay, cool. Don't take a sound, Nickelodeon, please. What's the point of this uh, segment? How does that title work? This segment, what we're going to be doing is all right. So what we're going to be doing is um, whenever we find a really cool short film or somebody uh, you know brings a short film to our attention that we Mm -hmm. really like, we're going to showcase it and salute your shorts. Awesome, I like that. It's it's really fun to go down that YouTube rabbit hole of just watching short after short after oh, short. Oh God, short. that's like all I did. I know it. It can take up hours of your time without really without before even you realize it. it. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun. So of course we're going to kick it off with a short that we've been talking about a lot lately. 
Uh, we interviewed the, the creators, Esteban Bravo and Beth David, uh, a few weeks ago. So go check out that episode if you haven't already. But it's none other than In a Heartbeat. Yeah, which this came, came out, out last uh, Monday. Came out a week from when this episode comes out. And so far, we checked it today is at 19.6 million views. Cow, so many views. How is that possible? Uh, that, well, I mean, this thing just it. hit, man. It hit big. I don't. I. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's getting a lot of. It's getting a lot of buzz all it over is. the place. It did a lot of the um, film festivals, so it had mm-hmm. a lot of. You know, it had some buzz there. Uh, critical it's, acclaim. It was on uh, Nerdist. Did a thing. Buzzfeed did a thing. Nice. And everybody clicks on everything from Buzzfeed. So sure, sure. Yeah, it's gotten a lot of good boosts from those things, and that's awesome because. Um, those guys were really sweet to be on our show and they seem like really great people. And I got to tell you, they created a really great short film. They did. Yes. It's fantastic. If you guys haven't watched it, I recommend pausing, going and watching it. It's only four minutes and six seconds. It's like the number one thing on YouTube right now. So it's easy to find. Um, yeah. So it's a wonderful little thing. What what were your first impressions um, when you saw it? I, it was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Really? Like I was expecting one thing, and uh-huh. then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's <laughs> dang, yeah, it's way better than I thought it was going to be." Well, what I was immediately impressed with, and they they talked about when they were on with us that they they decided they didn't want to have any dialogue in it, and so you knew you were going to have to rely on facial expressions yeah and there, kind of there's, physical there's some interaction in there that yeah. they do yeah and uh you know but that's that's it there's no like actual no dialogue. words yeah and the the facial expressions their eyes they tell the whole story i am so impressed with these two and you know the facial expressions that they got out of their characters the heart and then the two boy uh two main characters I mean, their faces just make it. It's so good. They're so expressive. I mean, you feel all the feelings that they're feeling. You feel yeah. the confusion. Uh, at the, you at feel the end, the everything. when... Oh, spoilers for In a Heartbeat. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you couldn't spend the four minutes to watch it, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, but the little bits with... Uh, like, at the end, when uh, Sherwin, like, after the heart rips, mm-hmm. and he's, like, hiding... Mm-hmm. pretty much and then he sees jonathan kind of like peek over and he's like, right. oh, sh- oh, sh- oh sh-. you know yeah. just kind of like like he, befuzzled he and little, everything he wipes the little tear with his oh, shoulder God, so that's good. the I was sweetest like, little moment all of like his his emoting <laughs> yeah. i was like good lord almighty yeah it, it was it's really oof. really good that like the expressiveness of him is fantastic it's so well done i was i i would like you i was it exceeded my expectations i actually maybe had higher expectations for it, but it even exceeded those. I thought they really nailed the story and the characters so well um, that it's it's just delightful. I think in our house, we've probably watched it in the area of 50 times. Good Lord. It's kind of crazy, yeah. So I've, I've had a chance to pick up on a lot of the little details in it, and I'm just, I'm just so impressed by it. And to know that that was too student animators you know on the brink of you know going out into the world to hopefully continue to create great animation it's just encouraging to me to know that there are people you know being produced by the industry right now that are so 
good at animating. Yeah. And I, th- I think this is a great example. And uh, I talked with him a little bit, and hopefully we can get them back on soon. They're like superstars now. Yeah, so right? like real celebrities. <laughs> exclusive. We'll just pop an exclusive tag at the beginning right. of everything now. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I was I, – I'm just so pleased with it. What, I, I think that the animation um, in general is really good. They made some smart choices to not get – too involved in creating yeah, and, elaborate environments, and, and, and you can see a couple a couple times like when people are kind of stiff. But those yeah. are those are usually background characters. Yeah, like the, uh, the first time that we have that person walk by, mm-hmm. like that silhouetted person walk by mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan, right? And you're like, oh, okay, he's kind of like, ur, 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 yeah. Ur. But yeah. it's one of those where like, ah, eh, you know, I mean, it's background characters. Nobody does background characters the way Josh wants background characters to be done, right? So exactly. I want to write a whole. I'm going to do a whole series on of a background, background character. characters. Well, no, no, that would be good. My favorite background characters. Uh, nice. No, well, see, what I want is uh, I want to create a show, and it's about it's literally about background characters. So like the daily, the day to day lives of these different background characters. It's mm-hmm. so like have one where it's an anime, and this guy, you know, goes out and he's like, "All right, well, time to go to work." And like he goes and like a giant mech like destroys the coffee shop that he works at. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, well, okay." And he goes to the unemployment <laughs> office. He's just like, "Yeah, mech destroyed destroyed my last job. Nice. I can't." Need a, he's like that a tip good, or something. Man. I think you know, stuff like that. You need to pitch that to Rooster Teeth, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Tony, <laughs> get me in touch with. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, get me in touch with the gray. We'll get this. So let's talk about the the characters real quick in in a heartbeat. So there's there's three main characters really. There's Sherwin, the little orange haired boy, and Jonathan, Jonathan, and the apple. And then <laughs> I guess the <laughs> the apple kind of. But then you have Sherwin's heart, who is like the I, lo- most I love when, delightful. Like, I love when the heart, like when ever. the the heart replaces the apple, uh-huh. and like Jonathan like brings it down, and the heart's like, ah! yeah, he does a little squee. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so, so cute. Yeah, uh, that heart is amazing. Uh, Charlie's already got me on my second art project with that heart. She Isn't loves she that character. Ink? She's thinking about getting that as a tattoo right now. Yeah, so she's fully obsessed. Absolutely. Um, but I, I love the interaction that they have Never here. seen your wife obsessed with something, Hamilton. I know, weird, right? Uh, it's such a fascinating concept, having one of the two characters' heart come out and become a third character and be like the physical manifestation of emotions that, you know, maybe he doesn't want to have totally public yet, maybe he doesn't want to admit yet, but it's out there and he can't help it. And I think it makes for a great little dynamic and a great little problem uh, for, you know, a tiny, short little story like this. And I think they pulled it off really well, you know, because I think you get to see, like, I love the moment when the heart basically tackles Jonathan and is like rubbing up against his cheek and and then Sherwin, Sherwin comes, comes in, in like, and they, they're no, both no, no, connected no, no. by the heart. You know, they both have a hand touching the heart. And you see that realization wash over Jonathan's face. He's like, oh, you like me. Yeah. And then, then you see all the other people that are like, oh. And yeah. And then, you know, Jonathan's like, oh, geez. Uh, I mean, I'm popular. Right. Like, he's, right. I can't, I can't be doing this. But see, I, th- I think they handled that really well because w- with the kids that were standing around, I felt like it was a little more 
about confusion than it was yeah. judgment. And I kind of liked that because not all kids are going to be instantly judgmental. Especially kids these days. Yeah, absolutely. And I liked that they were just a little like, oh, like kind of like, like what's going on? Maybe weirded out, maybe just confused. But it didn't look like there was a lot of, you know, outright judgmentalism going on there. And I, I kind of liked that. Anything. And then, yeah, the ending where, you know, you see Sherwin in the foreground and then he like leans his head back on the tree and you and see then there's Jonathan, Jonathan just, like, in the background, at... like coming to check on him. Ah, oh, so great. And then when he does a little, like they put when the he heart puts the heart together and he does a little squeeze and he comes back to life. Ah, oh, so adorable. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, everything about this, I just found so pure and, and just delightful. I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Nice. Now you watched another one. Yeah, so we, we well, watched... we ended up watching a lot of them from yeah the Ringling College. Yeah, there's a lot of good films coming out of Ringling, and I guess that's kind of you know what they do as their yeah. senior project. And if anybody works at Ringling, you know, hook us up. Uh, we would love <laughs> to come down for a uh, a little tour for a tour. That'd, That'd be, dope. be awesome. Um, yeah, so we watched several uh, over the last few days, and. One of the ones that I found that I really liked was, and I don't think it was from Ringling. I think no, it was not. from I think that one's actually from I think Spain. Yeah, Ooh, I can't remember, but it's you Spain can find or it France. You it's can find it on YouTube quite easily. It's called a like, a l i k e, and all one word. Yeah, all one word, and it's basically a father and son story about you know not losing you know kind of your lust for life, not getting lost in the you know drudgery of becoming a cog in the industrial machine it's kind of kind of reminded me of inner workings a little bit and where you know you're just kind of lost in the doldrums of a dead-end job Um, but this kind of incorporated a father and son story in with that same concept yeah it's got a really cool look it almost looks claymation the characters it does yeah which i thought was cool so go check that one out uh, you found another one from Ringling College that you like. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other one I found from Ringling was uh, Jinxie Jenkins and Lucky Lou. Yeah. That one is phenomenal. I watched that one, too. What a cool concept that was, too, because it was like this girl, Jinxie Jenkins, actually has all the good luck, and nothing ever bad happens to her, so she's totally bored. And then Lucky Lou has all the bad luck, and he's just a paranoid mess because yeah. of it. Well, then they meet up. And the combination of those two factors just make for this awesome adventure. Exactly. It's... <laughs> just to watch it and hang on until you get to the pianos. Because once you get there, you're just like, oh, oh yeah. my you're gosh, like, oh this my gosh, is amazing. Gonna... <laughs> uh, then it's I also really watched another one. Uh-huh. I liked uh, uh, Welcome to Hell by yeah. Erica Wester. That seemed like something I would see like on Adult Swim or something yeah. like that. It was pretty cool. It, it's so good. I, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely, it's different. Yeah, it's a fun little concept. It's a fun it's, concept. It's an yeah. adult cartoon. I mean, it's definitely not like one of these shorts where it's like. I mean, it it is technically a short, but a lot of shorts that we watch, there's no dialogue, right? Or that's true. very very little dialogue, mainly mm-hmm. efforts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's full dialogue. Yeah, and it's I absolutely love it. Nice. Like it was it was funny. It was it had a really good premise, and I'm mm-hmm. like. I would watch a whole series, a whole series of this. <laughs> nice. Well, it seems like they kind of did do a series of it, right? There's, there's uh, a well, few she, installations. She's got, she's got a couple little little other bits that okay. she did in Flash. Okay, so. cool. 
yeah i thought that was fun so yeah i i think um all of these are available on youtube uh go check them out <laughs> and then the most underrated one that did you and your wife find it which one triumph find uh, the one again i don't think i saw that one no yeah you did oh triumph oh yes <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty it's amazing the best. <laughs> it's cool that that they would advertise using animation like that yeah yeah uh, find that one fantastic. it's definitely it's definitely it's it's called uh triumph hyphen find the one dot dot again exclamation right. mm-hmm. so yeah that Good lord! It was... it, yeah, it's like a whole story, and then it turns into a commercial. You, 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 and... you think one thing, and yeah. you're like, "Okay, I, I see and where it's this is got going." Got a catchy musical number, and then and then it happens, and you're like, "Oh wait, what?" And it's really good animation. Yeah, like really good. So... And then they go, <laughs> "It's not what you guys are expecting." No, go it's watch not what it. You, it's not what you expect. Go at watch all. it. You'll be and surprised. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I think oh, I think what we kind of want to do with this segment is just you know bring you guys some shorts that we've found uh, and you know kind of steer you towards that um, just so you can see what you know because a lot of these are done by young animators mm-hmm. student animators and it just kind of shows you what's on the forefront in a lot of ways yeah so. and see it was a not and again it's not going to be like a super long segment so kind of right. like you know a little bit shorter than top five because I mean, we'll mainly talk about one and then we'll be like oh yeah go check these other ones out mm-hmm. they're totally. really good maybe do like four of them four to five yeah. each time so go watch in a heartbeat and push it over 20 million it's gonna happen yeah it's it, gonna... it'll happen by the time this comes out yeah it hasn't it's been out go watch welcome to days. hell push it over 20 million. Ooh, i don't think that's gonna happen not with that attitude. Maybe. But in a heartbeat, man, it's a sensation right now. Yeah. So be a part of the sensation. Go yeah. watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we did have a winner for our X-Men 92 giveaway. Sweet. So this is going to sound like a cheat, but <laughs> it was a really simple concept. It mm-hmm. was, all right, comment on you on uh, on our uh, iTunes. Right. That's it. That's all you got to do. Leave a review. That's it. Mm-hmm. Could be a good review, could be a bad review. That's all you had to do. Uh, and at a silly redhead, or silly red one. Oh, okay. So that was Hannah. Yeah. Who just did the... Right. Yeah. But, I mean, we put everybody in there, so... Hey, reviews like, are reviews, happens. and rules are rules. And there exactly. was one rule, and she followed it. Uh, and then we had another winner for our Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Yeah. That's on Blu-ray, right? It's on Blu. It's Sweet. Blu-ray DVD combo pack because Dude. we spent no expense. <laughs> um, the winner for that one is the Flores Workshop. Yes, nice. So is that uh, David? David. Yeah, David. I almost said Anthony. Congrats, David. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I guess that's about it. I think that's it. Dude. So we had our winners announced. Mm-hmm. Um, every, oh, you have, you have Flora, you have, uh, David's stuff, right? Cause you've done commissions uh, for him, right? I can find that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got Hannah's stuff. So cool. That'll be easy. Sweet. Uh, now next week we do have something special. So yeah. next week we're doing, uh, what the heck was that? It <laughs> felt it like, it felt like a bug, but it was just the cord and it freaked me Josh out. Josh just did the greatest jump because the mic or the I headphones it, cord hit his I foot. I thought it was a spider. <laughs> No, that like, was amazing. <laughs> uh, what were we next about? week, something next week. special. Oh yeah, next week. Oh yeah, we need to 
talk about what we're doing this rest of this month. Okay, we can do um, that. Next week, we're doing uh, A Garden of Words, mm, which is uh, M- Makoto. Same or... same as your name. Shing, it's Shinkai's the last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, uh, or Gavin Vamp. Okay, so I'll just tell you the list that we're doing uh, for the month. The non-themed month, month of August words. Uh, next one is Garden of Words, which we're both very excited about. From and, Makoto Shinkai. And our friend uh, Corey is going to be on with us, so yep. we're going to have a three-way. Woo. And uh, after that <laughs> is Miss Hokusai, which I automatically I'm went to Lonely Island. Totally. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if it's in a three-way, it's okay. Uh, Miss Hokusai, which I'm excited about. Yes, um, it's got a little because that's bit your of an art one history. of your favorite Japanese paintings. Uh, or not, not Miss Hokusai. Yeah. But, uh, the, mm-hmm. yeah, Hokusai, great artist. The title wave. Thing. Uh, yes. What? Good job. Good job. And then we're going to end it, and you know, this kind of brings us full circle on a show all about the Disney and Pixar shorts. So that'll be a whole episode. That'll be a whole salute your shorts. We'll be saluting all kinds of shorts in that one. Bermuda so, shorts. Yeah, that's kind of our outlook gym for August. Shorts, basketball shorts. I'm pretty short pumped. shorts. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who likes short shorts? Lots of shorts. Josh likes short shorts. Josh likes short shorts. That's right. <laughs> All right, dude. I think that's it, man. We're good. I keep getting older and they stay the same length. Oh, All my right. gosh, dude. <laughs> What? Uh, okay, McConaughey. Is it Close over? this thing down. Oh, man. All right. So, Gavin, where can everybody find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art and on the web at GavinAudisonArt.com. Conveniently, you kept them all the same. I did. How about the animation station? Or how about you first? Oh, thanks. Yeah. And just then the skip Josh, station. jerk. Sorry. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Facebook at Animation Station Podcast, on Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. New improved website. The new and improved. Well, it's not new anymore. It's like four it's weeks old. It's still off. pretty new. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's it is pretty yeah. new. Is D23 new? So yeah. it's been about a month. No, a month? Not, That's a month ago. No, it wasn't. That's almost a month ago. In a week, it'll be a month. Because wait, what's the date today? I don't even know the date. Is it the 6th? It's the 7th. Yeah. We're almost a month away. <laughs> yeah, so just shut your mouth. Time flies. And me... in two years, we'll be back. Will we? I will. Will we? I will. Will we? I will. I don't know if I will. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I I I'll probably go you, to you'll be at the Dis- Rooster Teeth. I'll one. probably go to like Disneyland again, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'll go to D twenty three again. That's cool. Like, cause there was really nothing for me. Yeah, I mean the panels were good, but I mean none of it was right. Like literally the second that it was announced, it was announced yeah. online. So I mean, there's no exclusives. The only thing you're doing is like going there for the actual panel itself, right? If it was instead of Disney, um, Star Wars, and Marvel, if it was Cartoon Network, Star Trek, and DC convention, you'd be there all three days. Probably. Depends on what the show floor is like. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I think you would. If there was a cartoon convention, 
That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Why isn't there a cartoon convention? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's something out there in like right. Lawrence, Kansas. It's like a cartoon <laughs> convention. Shout out to Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Um, and Kanagawa, Japan. You know who you are. Totally. <laughs> I like it. What are we doing? We're closing the show. Oh, okay. Slowly. Closing time. No. Stop all of your talking. Terrible song. Shut up the microphones. What? Really? It's a good song. Uh, no. It's not a good you song. You don't like Josh's version of it? Uh, your version's fine, but it's not a good song. I was going to try and do something cool and oh. catch it, but it hit my back. So it didn't work. <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, anything else? Anything else mm. popping on the top of your mind? No. I got nothing. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Oh, my gosh. That my army. It's been Sean Connery all day with this guy. Well, no, because nobody's heard the Sean Connery because we've had to cut the Sean Connery. Well, do it. Do it now. Get your Sean Connery in right now. <sighs> Say, I am the last one. Go. Say, I am the last one? Yeah, from Dragonheart. Oh, I don't remember Dragonheart. Oh, Corey just died a little inside. Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> but you know what? He may have died a little inside. But I suddenly remember my Charlemagne. Yeah, there you Let go. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Now that turned more like weird, like just like straight Scottish. Yeah. Like, well. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. <laughs> I tried to roll some, I tried to roll an R in mm-hmm. sky, but there's no R to roll in sky. There's not. No. I was going to let that one slide, but uh, you oh, added slide. yourself. Out of Schleid, Gavin? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It used to be so good. We'll work on it, it man. It used to be so you can, good. You can get it back. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it hurts inside. Oh, well. Just watch Last Crusade a few more times, and you'll have it back. Did we talk about Brave, or did that get cut? I don't know. I think Brave got cut. Yeah, maybe, Brave got maybe. cut. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> don't want to be a princess. I want to shoot a bow and kill a bear. Yeah. Dang. Gavin, do an accent. I can't do any. No, no. I can't do really? any accents. Really? I'm even going to try. I can do a, li- a Liverpoolian accent a bit. A Liverpoolian? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they call Liverpoolians. Liverpoolian. Liverpoolian. They're, no, they're called Liver Puddles. Liver Puddles? <laughs> <laughs> Liverpoods. <laughs> Are we done? We're so oh, done. Oh, we're so done. Terrible ending. All right. Made you look. So for oh geez, I was just gonna <laughs> I was gonna actually do the sign offs. But you know what, Gavin? What? I enjoy doing the podcast with you. I enjoy doing it with you. Oh, you killed it. Was, what you again, I, you asked me to jump inside your head. I can't yeah, do that. Well it was just, I was going off the movie that we just watched. So you say it. What? I you I enjoy doing the podcast with you. Me too. But with you. Oh, but about you. Yeah, okay. see I didn't know where it you was, were going. I, w- I had it. And you I was hoping it. you were doing it, but then you let me down, Gavin. You let me down. I'm not inside your head. Like you always. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Made you look. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering.
But anyway, um, what's her name from uh, uh, Raiders? She's mm-hmm. so so attractive. Gorgeous. She's absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. Other than like, then who else is there? Who was in? Was there anybody in? There's that. Uh, is she French or what is she? In, in uh, Last Crusade. In Last Crusade. I don't remember her accent. I think she's German. Is she German too? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think she is German. Belloc is French from the first one. From the first one, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, she is. She and must in the be second German. one, you have Kate Capshaw, <laughs> who can't act yeah. her way out of a sack. <laughs> who I think was literally in a sack at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's not great. Kalima. But no, uh, yeah. What, what is her name in the stupid movie? Miriam Ravenwood. Miriam. Oh god. Yeah. Those freckles. She's gorgeous. My goodness. Yeah. She's super cute. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And aged, and I said, I told you earlier, aged like a fine wine. <laughs> when she's in Crystal Skull, I'm like. <laughs> One of the only good things dang. about that movie. That, she was she it. That, she was the only good thing about Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you look at terrible. Harrison Ford and you're like, Harrison. And the graphics in that were so bad. But then you see her and you're like, childhood <laughs> was rekindled inside. <laughs> That's awesome. Takes you all the way back to 1981. Yay! <laughs> I thought it was 83. No, nah, I think it's 80. It came out between... Uh, or okay, the year would have been 81 82. It came out right between um, Empire Strikes Back and Return uh, of the See, Jedi. I couldn't remember if it came out the same year or if it was... It was between It was between, two, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, somewhere in there. 81, 82, something. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, you know what they do in, in oh, Los I, Angeles? What? They do this whole series of the Hollywood Bowl where it's like um, such and such movie in concert. Mm-hmm. And they just did Raiders of the Lost Ark this weekend. So were they like playing the movie? symphony orchestra and then a movie screen above <gasps> them. And you get to hear the music live. And then they play it and you get to watch the movie. It's That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds so cool. I know. They just did it this weekend. Somebody I follow... Uh, posted it on Instagram. I was like, oh, why don't I live there? I could do stuff like that. Well, maybe in like six months. <sighs> so. It could be you. <laughs> it could be me. It's like uh, like Dan Cook. Why not me? Why, why not me? me? I want that acidy spit. 